Welcome to the Faces podcast. We're a Christian and Muslim charity working to build resilience in faith communities against child sexual exploitation and other forms of harm. We'll be talking about what faith and interfaith work means to us and how we embed an inclusive and authentic approach throughout our work. Hello and welcome to our Faces podcast. I'm with uh, Zafa uh, in, at Inspire FM and Inspire FM is one of the partners with Faces and I'm one of the staff members of Faces and so um, I'd like to ask Zafa um, if you would, uh, you've been involved with Faces since the beginning, is that correct? Yes, that's right, yeah. yes. Thank you Nigel, for thanks for, for giving me the opportunity to have a conversation with yourself about um, Inspire FM. Uh, Inspire FM uh, has been one of the organisations, or I've been representing Inspire FM as as a, as a face on faces effectively, uh, and I think since the inception. Although I've not been around as as, as much as some of the other guys, um, uh, like Sujo, etc. Uh, I worked during the day, and it was, it was a bit difficult for me to actually attend the meetings. But I have been uh, in the background. And I've been supporting where I can. Yeah, that's very good, and uh, we really appreciate that. And um, it it's just so good to have so many good organisations involved with Faces. Um, I'd I'd like to just ask a couple of questions. I understand you've had a twenty fifth anniversary around December. Is that correct? Uh, that's right. Yes. So Inspire FM uh, has been broadcasting in Luton uh, in a couple of different guises since nineteen ninety seven. So we've been around for twenty five years. Um, we started off as Radio Ramadan in Luton mm-hmm. uh, on one month sort of trial once once a year broadcast. We started that in '97, and over the years um, we've kind of grown into a more permanent community radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has been 25 years, and I think we've been involved in lots of activities other than, than broadcasting as well. So I've been, uh, I think, as a group of people who've been involved involved in Inspire FM, they've been in the community for quite some time, doing some, some sort of really good sort of community voluntary work, etc. Yeah, I've, I've, just with COVID and things like that, I began to realise the value of radio mm. and its ability to build community Absolutely. and to bring people together. Uh, did you find during COVID you were very active in that? Did you help bring community, get messages out? Abs- abs- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So initially, I think like, like many organisations, we were a little bit shell-shocked. We were a little bit unprepared for what was to come. Uh, we had an incident uh, in in our radio station very early on, uh, which which meant that we had to sort of operate in a slightly different way. We had to re- operate remotely rather than being in the studio itself. But once we realised that that you know the immense impact it was having on everyone's lives, uh, we 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 thought you know we had a role to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and one of the things that we started off straight away was obviously uh, being a. Uh, a focal point for messaging, so passing on signposting. And not only did we do that on radio, but also we did that um, using other means like WhatsApp as well. So we had, we set up a community WhatsApp group, around a thousand people or so, uh, from all different backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and as the information was being relayed from from the authorities, we were actually messaging that, and we, we were passing that onto onto the public. Uh, but further on, I think one of the things that we we had to do during the month of Ramadan, sorry, du- during COVID, was uh, we realised that that some of the, the mosques, the local mosques, um, who are heavily reliant on donations uh, from from the people yeah. who come to to worship, because they had been closed down or very small 
quantity of people are allowed to, to come and worship in the masjids, they were actually in some, some of them were actually in some a very difficult financial situation. So we used the radio platform to allow them to raise funds. Yeah, so brilliant. there were some appeals done in quite a few few mosques basically took the opportunity and they raised money for themselves to sustain them during that period of time. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realise the importance of getting messages out Yeah, um, because so many rumours do the rounds in community, you can yeah. end up with absolutely wacky stories doing the rounds. Indeed. Having somewhere clear that's putting a message across, this is how things are, is yeah. a very powerful tool, you know, especially in a time like that. Indeed. In, indeed, indeed, uh, and we were very uh, cautious that that you know there was that tendency to have hearsay and whispers. Uh, we relied basically on, on information that was from the authorities, trusted from the authorities, and we relayed it as as much as possible. Um, and and um, and it, there was a temptation. There was, I mean, you must have seen a lot of it. People giving lots of different advice into the, what to take, do this, that, and the other. Uh, we tried to stay as much as possible on, on the facts and, you know, encouraging people and, and trying to give positive stories as well because people are feeling a little bit fear, fearful. Uh, and, and when we started these messaging and signposting activities, there's a few local charities as well. We rose up to the occasion and they started knocking on their neighbours' doors and giving them supplies and, and you know, people doing recordings and sending to us to say, look, you know, we've we've done X money at the streets today. We knocked on this and this old lady, you know, she was all by herself, right? She didn't know what to do. She was really quite scared. We were able to go and speak to her at the doorstep and, and, and reassure her. And we gave her a food parcel as well to sustain her, etc. So we kind of generated that little bit of a community spirit as well. I think doing that it was very important. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic, and so, it's so important that community Indeed. radio and that community voice and earning that trust over a length of time as well. Indeed, and and, and that kind of thing was we we felt that um, that that kind of um, you know a, a random sort of. Um, random acts of, of goodness effectively right it was contagious people started doing that themselves and they started saying oh, I've done this and I've done that and we kind of shared that with other people as well and kind of encouraged everyone else to do the same thing yeah and I think that you know there's there's a lot that comes from that and um, I think the history what I've worked out over time longevity matters hmm. and when you've got a consistent longevity into something yeah. it has a, has a massive impact and it's something you can't just um, pop up and do it's something yeah. that comes from that history and I think that's great um, you, you mentioned that uh, you started as Ramadan radio that's and right. I'm guessing there was it was part of the festivities of around Ramadan and communicating with people. Indeed. And um, so could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so, so when we actually started um, back in 97, uh, there were a number, number of different reasons why we felt that there was a need to, to sort of communicate uh, in a slightly different way to the community. And, and I have to say, uh, Luton has been very unfortunate in the sense that it's attracted a lot of bad publicity, negative publicity from all, for all sorts of re uh, reasons, some, some justified, some not justified. And we were going through a period when, when uh, the Muslim community was under intense focus, basically, the local newspapers, national newspapers, etc., uh, and, and stories were being told on behalf of, of Muslims and we felt that you know not all of them were representative of what, what the community was and we needed to have uh, a, a genuine say right? so what we wanted to do was was not be the 
representative of the community, but allow the community to express themselves. And we felt that the community lacked that little bit of a confidence, um, you know, in able to sort of put their views across. Uh, and, and we thought that that platform, a radio platform, allowing volunteers to come and speak about issues, etc., would would gently encourage them to to uh, to, to actually sort of uh, talk about themselves, talk about the issues from their perspective, and give their views uh, in a kind of a more uh, less less threatening sort of environment right you know it's, it's their radio station they can say whatever they, they, they like to a certain degree um and and have their op- opinions heard so that that was kind of what was was brewing in the background uh we just needed a focal point and the focal point was ramadan uh ramadan is, is a, sp- a special occasion there is a need to communicate during ramadan there's always things about timing the sunrise sunset times etc and all those type of things um and also to create that that vibe to create that energy uh, in the month of Ramadan to allow yeah. people to sort of fast and allow themselves to sort of tell others that they are fasting, etc. Um, and and uh, we found there was a, a great amount of energy in it. We found that people were, you know, really receptive to it. Uh, so that's how it started, and I think we we were probably I think the third radio station in the country. I think the first one was Bradford, who started yeah. broadcasting in the month of Ramadan. So the formula started from there, really. Uh, but but we found that that the focus and intensity and the attention turned to radio more often in Ramadan itself. So, so just uh, to satisfy some of my nerdish curiosity, yeah. um, the getting a an FM radio station. Must be a huge task. Now nowadays we do everything on the internet. Yeah. It's very easy. You can pop them up anywhere. But to try and get a license for that, to try and work that through, there must have been a lot of work Absolutely, that underpins. Yeah. Um, and and I think tying that with, together with you being a voice for a community yeah. and helping a community feel heard and yeah. know that they heard and not have other people speaking on their behalf is yeah. a, a very powerful thing. Was that a lot of hard work? Indeed, indeed, it, it was. It was a lot of. Hard hard work uh, as you've said it's become a lot easier over the years uh, obviously we didn't have any background in, in radio we didn't have any background in broadcasting uh, so everything we had to learn from scratch so our initial attempt to, to start radio broadcasting was in 1996 but we abandoned it because we didn't just didn't have the skills basically right and even the technology at that time wasn't wasn't really that great so we were relying pretty much on tapes uh, CDs I think were, were a slightly later invention we had the, the mini discs that came shortly after but, but none of them were really conducive you, you couldn't really sort of say you start a program right and you can press a button and the program will run by itself. It's a lot of tape winding and a lot of scheduling and a lot of planning had to go into it. And so, yeah, we 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 learned and we persisted, and we were fortunate that there were lots of people who were prepared to volunteer and come and help us. And in fact, everyone was was volunteering. It's all done on a voluntary basis, and and there's you know um, a lot of heads together. We managed to find solutions and managed to sort of get ourselves off the ground in '97. But once you get going, basically, right, it's, you know, the, the, it, there's that momentum. It carries itself, and during the month itself, I mean, we only had when we started. We only probably had about a days worth of program pre-planned. 
Um, you just couldn't think that far ahead to be able to say, oh, we're going to do this and the other. But we had such a tremendous response from the community. People just turned up at the door and said, oh, you know, we, we want to do a program on health. Uh, we had doctors, right, volunteers to say, well, we want to do something on, on you know, uh, uh, aspects of health. We had, uh, I remember um, somebody who was, who was quite senior at a college, right? She volunteers and she said, well, I, I want to do a program on, on, on issues to do with ladies, right? So yeah. all of a sudden, right, you know, with, with only perhaps a day or two days worth of programming planned for, Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, you had people coming and were talking about different aspects of the, uh, of the, the issues within the community, and um, you know, uh, it, it just it just kind of it all naturally gelled together. You know, I, I mean, well, obviously, I, I believe in the divine, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe that that obviously, well, if your intentions are pure and, and you're doing things for the sake of uh, sake of goodness, effectively, right? Then there is divine support for you, yeah. and I think we felt that we felt mm-hmm. that in Ramadan. That's very good. And and so you, you're saying that the messaging of of health with doctors and so on, uh, with faces, we, we our, our messages Christians and and Muslims coming yeah. together uh, for to pre- protect against child sexual exploitation yeah. and things like that. And so that kind of messaging is that safety message hmm. uh, part of what you put out as well. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, interfaith was discussion with other groups was was there right from the beginning. Right? We we, had, we did specials, we had people coming from other other faiths. We did a series as well on radio on the different faiths as well. We had we had you know the uh, we had representatives from the Catholic Church come and do our, um, you know our, our programs uh, here. We had um, people from the Sikh community, from the Hindu community, from the Buddhist community, etc. Mm-hmm. So we kind of covered the focus was Islam primarily, right? Yeah. But we wanted our people to, to have open the doors and on other people within the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had representatives from, from um, you know, from the Luton Council of Faiths basically yeah. regularly on, on our radio station. Peter Adams has been, obviously, yeah, yeah. he's been a face regularly on our radio. Uh, he's appeared many times. Whenever there's an issue which concerns the wider community, Peter's yeah. there. Yeah. You know, he's got a, a slightly different voice. So... Yes, it was, it was Ramadan, it was spiritual, it was health, it was community issues, uh, it was everything really. You know? yeah. So we tried our best to sort of try and use the platform to give as many voices as possible. Yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. And I think um, that's what I've discovered about Luton. It actually is a very cohesive community. Indeed. And there's a lot of interaction between different people from different backgrounds. And the communication of those different things is really a very helpful thing because it breaks ignorance. It breaks down all of that. And you can build society far better. So, you know, it sounds like that you're right in the front line of some of that. Um, uh, to, be, to be honest, I, I, you know, I've... Uh, whenever Luton is um, characterised in a particular way, I always found it alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I've worked primarily outside of Luton, and, and primarily Luton have has got a negative, um, but they have a negative opinion of Luton. Uh, and I try to challenge it as much as I can. Uh, and it's a perception, and the perception is given from. You know, people pick up perception from different ways. They pick it up from media. They pick it up from the experiences, the negative experiences, etc. And 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 they they naturally draw their conclusion and trying to sort of summarize it into a into a whole community. But but Luton is there's a lot 
that is positive in Luton. There's a lot that happens. There's a lot of cohesion in, uh, in Luton. A lot of people look out for each other uh, in Luton. Uh, and, and, you know, recently, uh, I'll quote, there's a, there's a survey done, I think, on one of the fundraising websites, um, that they found that Luton was third uh, in, the, in the whole country in terms of being generous. Mm-hmm. In terms of donations, etc., yeah. uh, only be, you know, uh, only behind Bedford. I mean, Bedford, you know, still yeah. is stone throw uh, away from here. Uh, and and like I said, this is an example of the positive thing that happens as happening in town. Mm. But unfortunately, positive things don't tend to attract headlines as much yeah. as negative things. But that's the, that's the times that we're living at the moment, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I think with faces, one of the things we're very keen on is uh, how people's faith help them do things. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And I just wondered, is, is that something I can ask you about? It, how, how does your faith help your approach to life? Fun- fundamentally, I think faith faith is at the heart of everything that we do at Inspire FM and individually as, as a person as well. That's a driver for me. Uh, when I, whenever I have interactions with people outside of, of, of Luton, when it's a work environment, or I, I, I always, you know, it, it, to me, I'm not doing a job, right? I'm trying to relay that I'm a person doing a job. Uh, and there's a personality behind that. And that personality is driven by good. I, and, 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 you know, in actions in terms of, you know, doing 110% to help others, right, if you can, uh, you know, in, in doing what you're doing, being 100% truthful, right, to, to whatever you're doing and, and being honest with what you're doing. So that, that doesn't come from you saying so, but it comes from your actions. Mm-hmm. Right? Your actions speak that this person is trying their best to try and help, yeah. uh, you know, help me in trying to get over this uh, this particular start of uh, working out. So it is a reflection. Uh, uh, I try as much as possible to make it a reflection of my character um, you know and, and I am I am a spiritual person and I am a, a person driven by you know uh, a desire to be closer to the to the one, the one being really in, in terms of you know, the actions in this uh, in this world yeah well thank you very much it's great to have the chat like this and also get to know you better brilliant and look forward to working together see more good things in Luton uh, absolutely I, I must say Faces Faces is an absolutely amazing organisation Right, in in, this, uh, in a sense that not only is it trying to tackle a very difficult, very very difficult um, issue, uh, but try to tackle it in a way that that's um, that's constructive and it's, it's a whole community approach. It's not just finger pointing at one community or the other. It's trying to say it's a community issue. Right? And we're going to try and deal with it as a community, uh, you know, working together. Uh, and I think it's very positive, very positive indeed. Well, thank you very much, Zephyr, and all the best. Thank you indeed. Thank you for giving me the time today. Thank you.